I'll be honest with you, rodeo season is about to kick off, and I am not a rodeo guy, uh, but I do like good cowboy boots. And Tacovas, well, they're all about rodeos, but you know what else they're about? Rock and roll. My best friend is a rock and roller. He's a guitarist. He wears these boots. It's awesome. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. Offer to boot shine and drinks, yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that'll make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And Point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use the code TRUCKS at checkout. That's T-R-U-C-K-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter the code TRUCKS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Guys, welcome to a very special edition of TFL Talking Trucks podcast because I'm on location at the Detroit Auto Show, North American International Auto Show 2023, and I've got Jim Morrison, friend of the show. Yes. Hey, dude. So uh, you have introduced the updated 2024 Jeep Gladiator pickup truck here at the show. Yes. We're, we love it because we're right here in Camp Jeep at the Auto Show, so we get to do real Jeep stuff, yeah. you know, right here at the Auto Show. And we've got the new uh, Gladiator, which is 100% truck and 100% Jeep. And if you don't know, you probably do, but Jim Morrison is head of Jeep North America. You're the big cheese, right? Well, we haven't slept lately, but I'm not sure what that means about cheese. But I know that uh, there's a lot going on at Jeep. And okay. we've just launched the Wrangler, and now we've backed it up with a new Gladiator. So I have a few minutes of your time, so thank you very much. Let's sure. go over some of the changes, right? Uh, it's a styling update. It's a yes. technology update. It's you know, you've touched a lot of parts of this truck. We have. All right. You know, the first is the uh, the look. You know, like Wrangler uh, and form out of function, these are new, uh, wider, feeding more air to the uh, uh, to the engine of this thing, but it's it's an update to the seven-slotted grill. You know, very iconic. We're always going to have seven-slotted grills in our, in our Jeeps, but this is a new look for us uh, with the Gladiator. And it kind of matches what the Wrangler is doing also, it does. right? So it's a family. It does. Uh, it's a family of trucks. Let's walk around here because it's a truck. Yes. Right? The nice thing is it's a real truck too. It does real truck stuff. So, you know, 1,725 pounds of, of payload, yep. which is best in class for any 4x4 out there in the midsize segment. And you can also tow 7,000 pounds with this thing, which is a lot. Or 7,700 7, pounds. 7,700 pounds yes, of exactly. towing. Yes. 
So you can still do all those things. And this is, uh, we're looking at the Rubicon right now in this very special color. What it, I'm not sure exactly, but yellow. it's a bright yes. yellow, bright, yes. bright, bright, bright truck. So, and then, I mean, let's keep going on the design really quick. So new wheel designs as well. Yes. Uh, and of course, capability, right? Solid axles and lockers. Dana 44s, front and rear. Um, you know, lockers, even on the wheelies, for the first time we've got a, uh, a locker right out of the factory, and we've given the, uh, um, the Gladiator folks Off-Road Plus, which means you can engage high speed even in four high, which uh, for Gladiators is locker, yeah. Because this is for high speed sand running, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and of course the Mojave. The Mojave's for sand, yeah. Um, so let's look inside because, because it's the other change, right? Yes. You know, when we were talking to our customers on the trail and listening to them at the bottom of your, uh, <laughs> add your comments here, Great. they were telling us they wanted a bigger screen, but they wanted it to be a real Jeep tech, not just a bigger screen. So we gave it a bigger screen and we gave it off-road tech. We've added adventure guides to, uh, to the radio as well. So our customers can actually, um, right out of the factory, have 200 trails loaded right on their adventure guides on that gigantic screen and they can use that for the trails. So the customers can um, access those 200 trails, which includes our, our uh, 64 Badge of Honor trails, mm -hmm. or they could go with a full subscription from Trails Off-Road and they can download 3,000 trails. And then they can basically take any trail they want and they knew, now 424 have this new waypoint uh, feature, which means as you're driving along, you'll actually see the waypoint pop up and say, Obstacle coming up, it's a four to five on the left, it's a two to five on the right. You don't have to worry, you can decide your path, or it will tell you something you want to know about the trail. It's like, hey, they closed that mine in 1941, or <laughs> don't go where, there. That's where Billy the Kid buried their dog. You know, fun stuff about the trail. It's like yeah. having a, uh, a, a historian along with you for the, uh, for the trail drive. Cool, and then you added, you know, well, the power seat, uh, a little bit more convenience, right? A little yes. bit more tech. And you also added and, safety. And the seat, you can still water forward with this thing. Over so, here, yeah. Yeah, 31 inches of that. So you can bury that thing in water and it'll still work. So basically 31 inches, this is basically a 33 inch tall tire. Yes. So the water can almost come to the top, almost to the top of the tire. Exactly. So if you see it right here. Yes. And I love the uh, half doors, right? Yeah. Lots of open air choices for our customers. So you have, you know, the hard top you have here, you have half doors, you can open it up and, uh, and really get that open air freedom. It still does real truck stuff, even though you can open it up like a Jeep. And still, you know, not many people fold the windscreen down, but you can still do that. Still easy to yeah. do. So really quickly, I want to mention the other models you've unveiled here. So the Mojave gets the same updates, basically. Yes. But it's a desert rated truck, where the Rubicon is a trail rated truck for kind of slow speed crawling, is that fair to say? Yeah. This is a kind of a fast speed desert runner. Exactly, you know, noticeable by its orange toe hooks versus the red, Yeah. and it's designed and built to go fast in the sand. So everything that we talked about with the, the off-road tech, as well as the um, uh, the seats, are got a stronger bolster, you got thumb bumps on the steering wheel, and uh, paddle shifters, you know, all that kind of stuff that makes you, you know, concentrate on the, the fast moving sand, um, and really makes this thing incredible. My favorite is the uh, the jounce bumpers. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say you can jump it, but okay. when you're going over berms, it lands really smoothly. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and as well as having a bit of more of a, a lift, 
and the two and a half inch uh, Fox shot as well with the reservoir you can see right there. And it gets, of course, all the updates we just talked about style-wise and technology-wise, right? Yes. All that stuff. Um, you, you kept the same engine under the hood, right? The, the V6 here, yep. uh, same power rating. Um, anything else? I mean, uh, a lot of people have ex were expecting some sort of electrification. Can you say anything about the powertrains of this truck? Well, what we have said is the, uh, the whole um, lineup for Jeep will be electrified by 2025. So we're here in 23, so there'll be okay. more to come here for Gladiator. All right, so stay tuned, yeah. basically. Let's let's look at this truck, because you're collaborating with AEV, yes. American Expedition Vehicles. Yes, right. they've been really good with uh, uh, what we've done with uh, with Wrangler, and AEV has, has done some great modifications to Gladiator as well. So this is the Upcountry Plus package that they've got, which is steel bumpers, 35s, two inch lift, and, uh, and Really, one of the coolest things, we'll tell you the price later, Andre, uh -huh. it's the best priced mid-sized truck with 35s. So it's uh, absolutely unstoppable on a trail. So a person can basically order this at the Jeep dealership, right? Yes. And then the truck is built, right? And then sent to AV facilities. Yeah. It gets upfitted and then sent to the customer, right? Exactly. So it's not like the customer has to take the vehicle around themselves. They go right to our Jeep dealership yeah. and, uh, and they handle it all. And also there's level two on 37s, is that right? Yes. So that's available as well. Yeah. I mean, there's no other mid-sized truck. Is that, is that with warranty too? Yeah. I mean, it is. That, that's really unique for the segment, it is. I would say. And you know, our off-roaders have been doing it forever and that's the best thing about this thing. It's a, a canvas that you can, you know, right out of the chute, uh, start modifying it. Or Willys, what we like about it is you can drive it out of the showroom and right onto a trail and, uh, and away you go. Yeah, and now you can have more ground clearance if you want, better capability, bumpers, all that stuff is available. I want to ask you about the camper finally. Yes. So let's, let's walk over there, sorry. This is in the middle of the show, right? So you're showing collaboration, right, with uh, ADAS? ADAX. ADAX, yes. sorry. Yeah, they were the folks that uh, we, if you remember when we launched the Wrangler, we were towing their trailer around and had the pop-up tent and we, you know, plugged our Jeep in to power the campsite. Well, they were actually working on this and this is the prototype of what's going to be available uh, later this year for, uh, for ADAX and okay. Jeep. And basically it's, it comes in two pieces, right? So this bottom piece, you can leave on your Jeep all the time. Okay. And then you can, in a very clever way, use the winch on your Jeep to actually uh, crank up the uh, uh, the tent onto your bed to go for your overlanding trip. So you could run like this as a topper, yes. day to day, yep. but when you're going you know, on a trip, you could uh, change that, that's kind of cool. Add that on, and that's that's what we like most about it is you know, that, uh, that piece of it, and then you, you, know, you open it up and you can you know, run everything that, uh, that you want. Having an eight, or a, pardon me, having a five foot bed is really good. Add on that the best payload, yeah. and uh, you know, you don't even have to modify this thing. Just throw the camper on and uh, grab your family and go uh, overlanding. When are these guys, the 24s, when are they gonna start hitting the dealerships? When can people start buying these? Dealers uh, can take orders for it today, Okay. and uh, it will be available uh, later this year. And pricing is still, being finalized or? We haven't or, announced pricing. Okay. It'll come later, uh, closer to launch. Well, cool. Well, this story is ongoing. Yes. Uh, so thank you for your time. Andre, good I to know, see you. I know you're a busy person. So good to I'm, I'm going to take your microphone yes. and then I'm going to keep on moving. Good stuff. <laughs> I appreciate it, man.
Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. That was really cool, guys. You know, having time with, uh, you know, the president of Jeep North America. That's very, very special. Um, I also have Zach behind camera. Let me take the camera while Zach is. I'm going to pin the microphone to myself. I was having trouble doing that with one hand. There we go. Sorry about that. All right. So, so Zach and I are going to continue walking around. And uh, we want to show you every truck from the show. This is best of Detroit, really. Uh, we started here at Jeep. Uh, excuse the tire noises, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, uh, there is electric ride and drive and non-electric ride and drive. Oh, okay. So let's step us. Let's step this way while they're taking pictures. Alrighty, let's keep walking. So there's more news here than just the Gladiator update as we're moving along. By the way, uh, a, a little bit more Jeep news, uh, like we discussed on the previous podcast. Uh, they're discontinuing their 3-liter V6 EcoDiesel. Uh, for 2023, there was also a far-out edition of it, which was a special edition of the truck. And the price for that was like $71,500 uh, MSRP after destination. Um, so that's closing down. Um, and then let's go to Ram since we're here and keep walking a little bit more. Oof, sorry, that was a lot of energy over there. And now it's a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more open here at the Ram display. So Zach, should we uh, have some sad music playing because after wah, 2024, wah, wah. Um, the TRX, is at no least more. in the V8, supercharged V8 configuration like this, yeah, as we currently uh, know it. As we currently know it, because Tim Koniskas, the new CEO, uh, head of uh, Ram North America, said the TRX name will continue in the future, but this iteration of the TRX, the Ram 1500 TRX supercharged Hellcat, is ending production this year. So it's still at the show, it's still cool, and there's another version of it over here. <coughs> So they're not hiding it. I mean, the, the TRX is really here in full force. Here's one. I think this may be this may be one of their um, SEMA project trucks as well. Let me look at the tire size. This is a 37. Yeah, I believe this was one of their SEMA projects, which so is pretty amazing. If you guys are actually watching the video version of this podcast. And he gets to actually see how sweet this truck looks. Yeah, and by the way, if you're wondering, like, where's Nathan, where's Roman, you know, why Zach and I are doing this podcast? Well, uh, we're kind of busy, and there's more events happening around the country. So Roman and Tommy and Nathan are busy right now. So Zach and I are handling uh, Detroit here for you, so you get the latest news right, right here. Yep. So take a look at this here. We have the Ram Rev, the electric version of the Ram 1500 truck. This was first shown at the New York Auto Show just a few months ago. Now it's here at the Detroit Auto Show as well. Let's look at the chassis, Zach, because that's kind of interesting on this side. Excuse us. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the... This is the first time we're seeing an updated chassis of the new Ram Rev. So basically they've taken the 
the frame section of the regular internal combustion Ram 1500, and then they really updated it, modified it uh, to put the big battery in the middle. Exactly. You know, the reason why I know it's kind of related to the 1500 is because these uh, diagonal front cross members or members of the frame, uh, I've seen this before in the Ram 1500 regular truck, and it's basically there for crash protection, right? So, and then let's look in the back because that's interesting. Hey, sorry, man. Hey, guys. Because it's got independent rear suspension. <laughs> Normally, a traditional pickup truck in a half-ton segment would have a solid rear axle, and it would have in, in RAM right now either air suspension or coil suspension, coil springs. Uh, this one is, looks, looks to be riding on air, right, Zach? That it does. Yeah, so it's got a rear, uh, a, a motor in the rear, right? Because it's a twin motor setup. There's yeah. a motor in the rear and a motor in the front for all-wheel drive capability. And of course, it's got independent suspension in the back, very similar to what a, like a Wagoneer would have, right? Or a Grand Wagoneer. So this is quite interesting, huh? Because I think they had a chassis in New York uh, but it was like a little bit more shorter and a little bit not as detailed as this one. So it looks like they're getting closer to production because I believe this truck is going to be on sale by the end of 2024, which is another year plus uh, from now. All right, so let's keep moving. So there is also, well, in the ramp space here, uh, they're not announcing any new news here. So if you guys come to Detroit, it's all going to be current lineup. Yeah. With the Rev, you know, looking into the future. But they do have a riding drive. For example, you have a power wagon. If you're watching this, uh, most manufacturers here now have their own indoor tracks, sometimes outdoor tracks, but in this case, it's indoor. So you see some off-road vehicles like the Rem Rebel, 1500 Rebel, I believe 2500 Rebel, you can see that truck in the way in the back. And of course the power wagon exercising and flexing. Let's look at the Ram Rebel just exercising right now over these logs. And you can go for a ride along here if you want to be, you know, shaken up a little bit and see the capability of the vehicle. <laughs> Whoa, I think I saw it touched the rear hitch. A little bit of a scrape. A little hitch touch. That's, they're pushing the limits. Nice. That's, that's nice. All right, let's keep moving. So we've covered Jeep announcement, introduction of a refreshed ring, uh, Gladiator, which is great. We've been waiting for that. We've got Ram. Now let's keep moving a little bit further. Big news at the show at Detroit 2023 is the introduction of the F-150, the updated 2024 F-150. So let's move towards that direction and take a look at the F-150 because that's really important. So Zach and I did a full review, full video. Sorry, there's another presentation here. We did a full video with all the features and all the specs for the new F-150. So you can check it out at oldtfl.com. And I want to clarify then, while we're moving our way over to the Ford booth that it's the gas F-150s that are being updated for 24. 
So that update did not include the Lightning, but it did include all other trims of the F-150, including the Raptor and the Raptor R. <coughs> yes, exactly. But they also have the Lightning electric truck Platinum Black. So it's a yeah. black edition of the Platinum Lightning, and we're, we're seeing it here as well. So if you're curious about the latest elect electrified trucks from Ford, of course, the F-150 Lightning came out in 2022 and 2023, and now for 2024, they have special editions, and they're making small tweaks. But the main news is in here, because, because it's the updated 2024 F-150, including the Tremor. So let's, let's walk around here. So Zach, before we get into that, the fun part of being in an auto show is sometimes we have to kind of duck around other people who are also filming. And very respectful, like, you know, we, uh, we, we want to do our best. To yeah, we want to respect yeah. them and they can respect us, right? So, so they've updated everything from the F-150 XL work truck, regular cab, eight foot bed, all the way to the crew cabs, super cab, short bed, tremor, the one we see here. So Zach, I was on the configurator last night because they actually published the configurator. Let's keep walking here. Yeah, and how much did the pricing shift from the 2023 trucks, Andre? Well, we have a story about that too. Um, you can check out altfl.com. But for the base truck, for the XL, the pricing from 23 to the new 24 came up about $2,700. But it's Jeez. a little bit more complicated. Yes, yeah. the styling is updated, right? There's other changes on the inside, minor changes but they removed the base V6 engine. And now the two-door XL F-150 starts with a Coyote 5-liter. <laughs> so that's one of the big reasons why the price goes up. But the, still, the story is the price goes up. So you've been commenting and saying everything is more expensive, right. and it's still the case. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, even with all the feature changes in Andre, maybe we can try to do it. So we did it in the reveal video, right? Yeah. So we can actually show off the uh, Pro Access tailgate. So yeah. there's a button on the left-hand side. So and the tailgate actually the swings out. Now this isn't this, this isn't standard on the F-150. You can it's get optional. this as an option. So if you want a normal tailgate that doesn't do this, you can still get that. Yeah. And by the way, um, important uh, note, uh, this is a tremor with this new tailgate and it's got a dual exhaust system where you can see it's got uh, true duals or actually dual tips <coughs> coming out on each side of the bumper. And this bumper hasn't been updated for the tailgate. When it is updated, this section, the rear section by the hitch will be longer and wider and the wiring for the trailer will move to the other side. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you're gonna remove your, or maybe this will change, you know, this is the way you uh, lower the spare tire. Maybe that moves here. So they're gonna redo that. They also redid some of the storage um, systems here. So they have a new um, rail system in the bed, the new bed sides, 
uh, new separators, dividers, so they have new accessories. So, so this is at least one. And let's walk around towards the front of this truck because I want to talk about price again. There you go, sorry. So the trimmer is there kind of right below the Raptor off-road truck, right? It still has great capability, really aggressive tires, but they're introducing a new bumper and a winch. So new modular bumper with accessories, and, okay, Zach, do you want to guess how much the bumper and the winch together cost? Oh, I imagine it's not cheap. Okay, so it's $10,900. If you were seeing Zach right now, uh, Zach's jaw just uh, dropped. I had to, yeah, take a second to pick it up off the floor. My apologies. So, here, let me explain a little bit more, right? So, you could buy a F-150 Tremor for 2024. Um, it comes in several different colors uh, and it starts with a V8 and you can also get a 3.5 EcoBoost like before. Yeah. And that's going to be around $65,000 to start, okay? But then if you want the winch, it's a 12,000 pound worn winch, then you'll have to pay $10,900 more because you're getting the bumper, you're getting the attachment for the winch, you're getting the winch. Then you're also getting the integration because they move the camera up in front of the winch. Right. They do special uh, parking sensors. Then you have the camera system that you can uh, control inside the truck, of course. Um, all of that together, plus crash testing, plus warranty, right? Uh, because you're basically getting this done as part when the truck is delivered to you. That costs money, but gosh, that's that's a lot of money, Zach. Mm -hmm. um, so I cannot disagree with you on that. So so it's updated. Um, the engines mostly stay the same. The two seven V six is still here. Let's let's look at the Raptor R. Oh, actually, there's another truck here. <laughs> Somehow they cut the truck in half, Zach. Well, I'm, so, I'm so the way not this literally. set up, yeah, again, if you're seeing the video, you'll see what's going on here where they have this curtain coming down and showing half the truck. And then if you poke your head over here, you can see the other half of the truck. And it's like so, different environments. Like we have kind of a, yeah, a park a, and a forest. Yeah, so this is the forest that I'm pointing at. And then if you come to the other side, as you can say, it's a little more serene. So let's take a quick peek inside. This is the Platinum Edition. Specifically, and also, I want to point out, yeah, because I can open the hood with this curtain in the way, that this one is the 3.5 hybrid power boost. Yes, so the power boost is still there. It's still the same, yep. approximately the same power numbers. Also 7.2 kilowatt export power. But they removed the limited trim, Zach. Yeah, so this Platinum is important. So this was part of the F-150 lineup before, but this was a step below the Limited. Yeah. So the Limited has been eliminated. <laughs> and now no. there's the, the Platinum is the top of the range, but then there's another step above that, Andre. And what do they call that in place of the Limited? Platinum Plus. Yes. And they have different trim levels, right? Different interior. Uh, they have a really fancy name for one of the interiors called Roasted truffle, I believe. I believe that's so correct, something yeah. like that. 
Um, but we're talking about the leather materials, the metals and the woods. Um, it's still quiet, very luxurious. And yeah, of course, it's kind of hard to know amazing. unless you, you know, experience it in person. But yeah, the leather is very supple. Got wood trim here on the dash. It's kind of bronze finish on the surround. On most of the IP, it follows the screen over toward the steering wheel. And not Very many nice. Platinum trucks will do this. Come over here, Zach. They, they have a display here because it's a hybrid, right? Yeah. And, you know, they have a you know, two by four. They have a saw, electric saw. They have ramps. So it's kind of showing off, like, for example, electric bicycle, right? So you can use the power, right, the 7.2, up to 7.2 kilowatts of power in the hybrid to charge your electric bike, to run your saw, uh, you know, do a variety of things. We even welded off of one of these trucks before. So. Yeah, and another little anecdote, um, we can't show it now, obviously, but they did a, a sort of, you know, party reveal for the new F-150 called F-150 Fest, um, just down the street from where we're at right now. And they had a bunch of food trucks set up at that F-150 Fest, right? And every food truck was not plugged into the main power supply. It was just powered by an F-150 power boost. Yeah, they actually the brought several they F-150 brought, power exactly. boosts. Yeah. And every food truck was powered by electricity from the truck. So that was kind of cool to see. So it's not just a story, right? It's actually being used as intended. Uh, well, we're not focused on cars, right? This is a truck podcast. No, but while we're on our way to the Raptor R, which is right there, we'll get to it in a second. I mean, you can check out the uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E Rally. So this kind of harkens back to Ford's World Rally Championship days, right? Like the early 2000s yeah. with these white style wheels, you know, back when they were... Colin McRae in his... In a focus, In a focus, right. you know, going sideways. Yeah. So to that end, underneath it's a Ford Mustang Mach-E GT. So you still get dual motor setup, same size battery. Most of the you know the powertrain, as it were, is the same. You just get the wheels, the cladding, the spoiler. The so the wheel cool. the, the tires are actually Michelin cross climate tires, and they look fairly aggressive, Zach. Yeah, we actually have a good deal of experience because these are cross climate twos. Yeah. We actually have a fair amount of experience with these tires because we had them on our Tesla Model Y Performance and the must, uh, I'm sorry, the Mini Cooper SE, the electric Mini that Tommy now has. Uh-huh. So, so it's a pretty go. good tire. Yeah, so good, go. good traction. So let's quickly uh, take a look at this beast. So the Raptor R V8 truck is coming back for 2024. Um, <laughs> and it's launching at the same time as the F-150 update. And you could still price it out. You could still go online, like we did um, the story about, and price out one of these trucks. The V6 twin turbo high output 450 horsepower truck is still there on 35s. That's the base Raptor for 24. But the V8 version, the R, is still here. Of course, updated styling, 37 inch tall tires. Uh, now, heads up displays are available on these trucks, and they have dual valve live shocks yeah it's easier to show that from the back yeah they're a little bit hidden in the front but in the back you could see the new dual valve uh, system so they updated the shocks the suspension they updated even the styling of the wheels with these beadlock uh, design which is pretty awesome and, and also they... before we get to the front again just a nice little touch here you have this graphics package 
the big actually R. Actually highlights the yeah the red R. So you really know, unlike you know, if if you didn't know before, Andre, you know what to look out for specifically, namely the you know big scoop on the hood and the yeah. red R, where it shows up. You wouldn't really know like right from first glance that this was the supercharged 700 horsepower V8. It's kind of stealthy. It's, it's kind of stealthy. Yeah. So the graphics package makes it a little bit more obvious. And also, some people actually remove the graphics or not don't even order the graphics. Yeah. But oh, Zach, I there, remove that. there's another secret. Um, it's the exhaust tip. So the regular yeah, V6, nice the V6 one does not have the packed exhaust tip like this. It's a little bit different design. So if you're a connoisseur of trucks, Again, if you know what to look for, <laughs> you can spot but that. But if you don't, yeah. But if you don't, you won't notice that. Also the orange tow hooks, right? So right. if you see an Let's orange tow hook. Front. Yep, right there. Yep, if you see an orange tow hook, then that's another clue that this is a V8 beast. Um, and it says for real, I mean, at least 700 horsepower. By the way, pricing, like I said, starts around high 70s, about 80. <laughs> and then uh, Raptor R starts at about 111.5. So 111,500. Um, so, so when you're talking the top end of the F-150 range, the pricing isn't really all that different. No. But of course, at the beginning, at the XL level, it came up twenty-seven hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, one one other little touch I want to show on the Raptor R is if you open that, never mind the port uh, chime. Right there on the center console, it's a subtle little touch, but I like it. It's really cool. You get V8 right there, and then obviously, of course, you get the leather Recaro you know, seats. Nice Recaro seats. Yeah. Exactly. Sweet, and they said they kind of updated the seats slightly. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly all the differences. Oh, and by the way, this has a payload sticker, Zach, and it shows about 1,321 pounds, which is really great when you consider this is a luxurious loaded off-road pickup truck that will still tow up to 8,700 pounds and have really pretty decent payload. Let's show uh, the, the uh, ride and drive area here. Let's do it. Because Ford, so the updated 2024 Ford Ranger is not on sale yet. Uh, it will be on sale very shortly at the end of this year, but they have several Rangers here at the show. So if you're curious about the new Ford Ranger, the next generation, uh, you can come to the Detroit Auto Show and you can actually check it out and actually ride in one of these trucks. Uh, they have Raptor versions of them. Basically, the Ranger Raptor. Oh, sorry, it's been on sale in other countries like Australia, Thailand, Europe, and other regions for some time. But we're getting it here in the United States also. So it joins the Bronco Raptor and the F-150 Raptor, uh, and it basically shares some of the running gear with the Bronco Raptor, which means uh, it's got coil suspension in the back. Slightly different design, right, than the Bronco, but it has 33-inch um, tall tires, that three-liter twin-turbo V6, and here it is, pulling away. You know what it sounds like, Zach? What's it sounds that? like an F-150 V6 Raptor, basically, in my mind. It has that same 
kind of a little bit the raspy V6 noise. Yeah, so you have, so the displacement in the Raptor is right between the, the 2.7 and the 3.5 EcoBoost. Yeah. So, so this is a 3 liter, get, yeah. Right, exactly. It but makes it's, sense that the 3 liter would give a similar sort of noise. You hear a little bit of that turbo whistle. And it's, of course, a 10-speed automatic as well. So you could hear those shifts. It went through a couple shifts already. Yeah. So it's here. And they also have kind of a, one of the more basic Rangers here at the show as well. So you could open the doors, check it out, get into it. It has updated styling. Uh, same form size factor, right? They did not increase the size of the Ranger almost at all. Actually, they made it a little bit wider. But the length of it is about the same. Zach, let's check out the Chevrolet display over here. So I'm kind of excited about the Chevy display because they have a ZR2 Colorado Bison, uh, which I haven't seen before. Yeah, Case is the one who went out for TFL and covered that on the reveal. So we have a regular ZR2, which is on sale now. Um, a lot of you guys have actually uh, emailed us at ask.tfltruck.com. You guys are already uh, getting deliveries of these and picking them up. Zach, one of the um, viewers actually said they had some reliability problems with their ZR2, like some software glitches, some screen glitches. And you've also had some of those experiences as well yeah, in Colorado. So like, you have a trail boss. I have a trail boss. Uh, sorry, there's a ranger running around. Um, but so, I had a rear camera malfunction, so my reverse camera is not showing up on the screen. Um, and so, but my powertrain's been rock solid. So the 2.7 liter four banger and the eight speed auto, I have 6,000 miles on my truck and it's been really, the powertrain has been solid on my truck. But small glitches on some of these early trucks. But this is the one I wanna see. This is the Bison. So remember I asked Jim about AEV, right? But AEV also works with Chevrolet as well. This is pretty cool. Uh, these tires, well, so the wheel design is AV. You can see kind of the bison uh, yeah. right there in the center. These are gloss black wheels. But a bit this is, I was talking to the engineer of this truck, Zach. Yeah. And this is the largest tire from the factory that you could put on a GM pickup truck. So you would have thought, oh, maybe the heavy duty trucks have bigger tires. No, this is the nope. largest tire right now that you could put on a, from the factory, not aftermarket, but from the factory. Uh, it's basically a 35, I believe by 11. Uh, don't quote me on this, but the size is, hold on a second. It's, it's really dark, 31570 R17. So it's almost a 35 and I believe it's at about 11, 11 and a half wide. So it's a really beefy tire. Even about the same tire as the Hummer, as a Hummer EV truck. So um, size. That's, that's pretty big. Of course, new bumpers, AV bumpers. Um, and did you see where they put the spare? Let's check let's, it out. Let's walk around here. <laughs> they put the spare tire right behind the driver's side passenger in the bed. So you, 
you're stealing a little bit of space from the bed. Yeah, but at least with the way it's mounted here, it's mounted kind of flat up against the front of the bed. It's not sitting at an angle. It's not sitting in the middle of the bed. So you lose all your practicality. So you still have a little bit of space in the box yeah. if you need it. And Zach, can we look underneath here? Yeah. Um, because this is quite unique. So the ZR2 Bison still uses leaf springs, but they're using, because of the suspension lift here, they're using um, kind of long travel DSSV shocks, which are spool valve shocks, which are not live adjustable. So you can't really adjust them on the fly at, in real time. But really, you don't need to in this case because they're really, really resilient, in my opinion. I've driven many ZR2s before, and they're quite good at what they do already out of the box. Yeah. Can we take a peek here? So they have yellow stitching on the seats here at the ZR2 Bison. Oh, I made it angry. Okay, well, let's not make it angry anymore. <laughs> so, uh, they also have a full lineup of trucks here um, at the show. Let me see, what's the best way? Actually, maybe we could walk around towards GMC this way. Yeah, we actually missed Toyota as well, so do we want to go back towards yeah, Toyota? Yeah, let, let's go here. Okay. So, they have the light-duty Silverados, they have heavy-duty Silverados. Medium-duty. Yeah, big medium-duties right here. I want to show the heavy-duty ZR2, which is up here as well. So, like Ford has been expanding their Raptor lineup, GM's been expanding their ZR2 off-road lineup as well. And now the heavy-duty truck, actually, we'll get to drive one, the heavy-duty ZR2 and the Bison ZR2 very soon. So, so stay tuned for that. More off-road videos are coming about that. Yeah, if we go this way, we can also uh, reach reach out to Toyota. Yeah. Here. Now, Zach, if you want big trucks, do you love big trucks and you cannot lie? Oh, yeah. Uh, take a look at this truck. It's hard to know how big it is until, until, me, actually... until me at 6'3". Actually come... comes up to your chest. Yes, bam. Almost at shoulder level when yes. you take the slope of the hood into account. Yeah, this is huge. So these trucks have small, you know, lifts uh, in relation to their normal non-ZR2 counterparts. Uh, big fat tires, DSSV shocks, and of course the rear, rear locker, and diesel. You can have it with a diesel, but the big 6.6 Duramax. So. Yeah, really cool. Now let's um, take a look at Toyota because I think one of the most highly anticipated pickups of this season, it must be the Tacoma, right? The Tacoma. And it's the, hard to miss if you come to Detroit. It's orange. It's, it's burnt orange. It's, it's out there. Um, I'm really glad actually that they uh, brought the TRD off-road here, right? Because I think it's going to be a volume, one of the volume sellers for them. Because of course the TRD Pro is nice, but not many people can afford the TRD Pro. Yeah. So a lot of people may go this way. Have you seen this in person, Zach, yet? I have not. 
So you and Roman went to Hawaii. Oh, actually, to check it out. not to rub it in, but this is Hawaii. <laughs> this was in Hawaii. So yeah, <laughs> they got to go play in the Hawaiian sun. But actually, but we yeah, didn't see this in Hawaii. We saw this only at the Overland Expo right, in Colorado. Right, that we were able to actually see this version of the Tacoma. So what do you think as far as your first like impressions seeing it, seeing it for the first time? So, unusual to, well, I won't say usual Toyota yeah. fashion, but with some updates, it's not radical, right? It's not a complete revolution. This Tacoma doesn't look absolutely night and day to the old one. Yeah. What is night and day to the old one is what's powering it. Totally. So instead of the old three and a half liter V6 that was in the last generation Tacoma, that's completely gone. And in its place, we get a 2.4 liter turbocharged engine. And in this application, am I correct, Andre, in this yeah. the TRD off-road has the iForce Max? Carter. No, it does not have a hybrid. So this one's just the normal oh, 2.4 right, turbo. Right. Sorry about so, that. So it's a normal turbo. But you, you can, can see, get it. You can see the Bilstein shocks right there. Uh, yeah, so they're using Bilsteins. Um, you, they're using, well, this is a plastic piece, but they, you know, they have pretty tough skid plates uh, underneath this truck. Maybe not as extensive as a like, the, Pro like a Pro be, or yeah. like a ZR2 Bison would be, right? Because the ZR2 Bison has five skid plates, but still, and you know what? Um, this tire is a little bit smallish. It looks, uh, um, they said up to 33 inches as possible. Right now, this is like a 31.6. Yeah, you, you could you could fill out that uh, that gap in the wheel yeah. arch a little bit but, more. But you know why Toyota is doing this? I think they mm. really want fleet economy numbers, right? Yeah. Because so EPA. You start, you start putting bigger, chunkier tires to try and fill that wheel arch. You're going to kill your fuel economy. And they sold. Zach, they're still climbing on their sales numbers. I believe they sold 21,000 Tacomas in August. So they're still selling huge numbers of these trucks and they hope to do the same or more with a new one. And when you sell a lot of vehicles, you have to watch for your efficiency, right? Yeah. Really, really carefully. So unfortunately, unlike the other ones, and this is kind of standard fare when you see like brand new vehicles at auto shows, is it's locked. So unfortunately, can't get into it. You can't kind of peer into it. And overall, I mean, apart from scale, Andre, this interior kind of mirrors the tundra it does so there's it, a there's a resemblance there definitely and you know what um i said in um, some of the trucks in um, hawaii and i didn't quite notice it at first but you know i always complained about sitting in a tacoma yeah but this one is better they actually yes. fix the gap between the steering wheel and the seat so you don't have to thread your legs yes and, and you're sitting goodness. a little bit higher right off the floor yeah so that's they totally made it more comfortable for me not that I'm talking about myself, but a lot of people have those complaints, right? So if you're a taller individual, you definitely notice the flaws in the cab design in the old Tacoma. Yeah, and now they fixed it. Yes. So that, thank goodness for that. Yeah, and you could see actually on the driver's side the big exhaust tip coming out, Even and this though is, it has a four-cylinder. Yeah, this is a massive exhaust <laughs> That's pipe. That's a big exhaust pipe for four-pot. Uh, there you go. So you still have the rear locker. You still have your multi-terrain select system. You will be able to, you know, use your tailgate by pushing this. This one doesn't have it, but it will have, you know, the tailgate release similar to the Tundra. It's got a composite bed, right? While GM and, uh, G, you know, GM and Ford are using 
steel uh, materials for their beds. Uh, for mid-sized trucks, I mean, not full-size. Right. They're using composite beds here. So yeah, so the Tacoma is here. It's really nice to see. And by the way, these should be on sale by December. So the Ranger comes out soon. This comes out soon. The Jeep comes out soon. <laughs> so it's gonna so. be you're gonna be awash with choice if you're looking for a mid-size truck, particularly a mid-size off-road truck. Yeah, and then the ZR2 Bison comes out soon. So, so there you go. Yeah, this is the Tundra, of course. It's way bigger. You know, when you put the two together, the Tacoma and the Tundra, the Tundra is just massive. It looks massive in comparison. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it, right? If you want a garageable pickup truck, probably don't get the Tundra, you know, get something smaller like the Tacoma. Yeah. Because it's easier to park, easy to garage. So well, I, while we're going over, I just want to, I know we talked about it in a podcast and it was one of the previous auto shows. I have to, you know, do my usual bit and mention <laughs> Now, okay, but listen, hear me out. Okay. So now that we've seen the new Tundra, we've seen the new Tacoma, we saw the Land Cruiser. Yeah. And the this GX. Is, this is next. <laughs> yes. I I'm, think... I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, you know, praying to Toyota, this is next. So if you we'll cannot see, see this, uh, Zach is pointing right now at the current Forerunner. Um, so, Any, yes. Anytime you hear me get into an actual <laughs> spirited rant, because I don't tend to get really animated on this, it will be about the Forerunner, because look, this design—it's—it's it's a great truck, but it's been around since 2009. 2010 yeah, model year was yeah, first for this generation of Forerunner, and it's you know I'm had not, a couple of facelifts I'm not, since then. We've gotten the TRD Pro. Yeah, and they put the um, they put a technology package in yeah, this. Yeah, so you have you have camera adaptive. at the front, you have adaptive cruise control you know, cameras on the windshield, that kind of thing. Toyota has made an effort to try and keep this up to date and competitive as far as technology, but as far as powertrain goes, four liter naturally aspirated V6, 270 horsepower, five, thank you, five speed automatic transmission. Yes. So, you know, you talk about the bit, you know, over back there with the Tacoma of eight Toyota, right, trying to improve fuel economy, and then they have this. Sitting in the uh, sitting in the lineup still, so way, that's not helping their case. And by the way, for every two Tacomas they sell, they sell one Forerunner. I yeah, mean, they're still very still popular. Sell, they still sell over a yeah. hundred thousand units yeah. a year. They're yeah. still remarkably popular. And don't get me wrong, they're good <laughs> trucks. They're really solid trucks, and I like them. They have a sort of rugged personality to them that just may, you can't not, at least if you're someone like me, I guess, not yeah. love a Forerunner. But still, they need to update it. So totally. hopefully next year. So as we're leaving the Toyota display, we're swinging. By the way, Chevrolet display is humongous, dude. It's you like got taking... a lot to check out. Yeah, if you come by the Chevy booth, we see uh, the RST uh, Silverado EV RST. Sorry, there's an announcement. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a you know comparison. Obviously, Ford comes in with the big booth, lots of vehicles. It behooves GM to do the same. Yeah. And it keeps going this way. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so they have an electric area here. So there's Silverado EV RST, which is not on sale yet, Zach. I mean, we've been almost. waiting. We've been yeah. waiting for that truck for a long time. And it's still, you know, almost here. Um, they're also launching, of course, the Blazer EV. 
Do you want to share any additional details on the uh, Silverado EV front at this point? Yes. Or should we just leave them in suspense? Yes, so, uh, thanks. Um, so, we'll be testing the Silverado EV in Colorado very soon. Why is the announcement still going, Zach? <laughs> All right, hold that for a minute. Just hold that moment. Um, we'll let's make, keep going. Make our way over to GMC. So, if you're watching, obviously you can see the veritable beehive of activity here. If you're yeah. listening, you know, it's a little the bit booming, otherworldly voice that isn't me or Andre, um, you, was... you get an idea of the atmosphere yeah. um, for press and, at auto shows. Yeah, and by the way, all the people you're seeing here are media people. Yeah, so, so this the, is the media day. Yeah. So we come in, you know, usually a day or two before the show opens to the public so we can come in, do a, you know whatever content capture that we're going to do, like these podcasts. Let's walk around this way. And so you guys know uh, what to hit up when you come in starting tomorrow. So, Zach, you alluded to the Silverado EV. Yeah. So, TFL truck will be, and TFL off-road, uh, we'll be testing a Silverado EV work truck very soon in Colorado. So, yeah. not in Michigan, not, you know, at an event, but in Colorado. So, stay tuned for that. That's coming really soon. We'll be doing a range testing, towing testing uh, with trailers, multiple types of tests. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, we want to test every vehicle thoroughly, and the Silverado EV is next. But this is also next. Yeah, it's so, not coming particularly soon, no. but GMC has it here anyway. Yeah. So this is the sibling truck to the Silverado EV. We have the GMC Sierra EV. Yeah. Uh, actually, Nicole Kratz is on the other side. She's the chief engineer and she's giving a very important interview right now, so I don't, I don't want to walk so around this way. I probably just walked into her shot. Uh, it's okay. Again, that happens at uh, auto well, well, at least you didn't pick your nose while you were doing it, so. <laughs> no. So this truck, so what we're looking at is a Sierra EV Denali, basically, basically a launch edition of that truck, right? Yeah, an edition one. Yeah. So this color is really cool. It's almost, it's not quite concrete, it has a little bit of hue of, what, bluish? What would you say? Yeah, it has a little bit of a bluish tinge in it. It's cement. Like, yeah. that's yeah. at least a popular name. I don't know right off the top of my head what the, what GM's name for this color is, what GMC's name for this color is, but it's, you know, cement is kind of a yeah. popular so, colloquial name. So they're the taking their Denali name, right, Denali brand for GMC, which is super strong, right? Denali name is about 22 or 23 years old. Uh, with the GMC team. Speaking of colors real quick, uh, here's an example of the palette that you can get throughout various vehicles in the GMC lineup. Oh, is this mine? This is almost my um, nitro yellow. GMC. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And also we have interior uh, color palettes. Colors, yeah. But I was, I was saying the Denali name is very, very strong for them and they're transitioning that name also to their electrified pickup trucks yeah. here with the Sierra EV. Um, and this truck will have, you know, height adjustable suspension, four wheel steering, 24 inch wheels, you know, fancy interior, mid gate, right? So you can fold down the mid gate of the truck and put long items into this truck, luxurious interior. It will have all of those things, right? Yeah, and then just getting back to the subject of off-road trucks as we've been talking about kind of throughout this podcast, there will be an AT4 
version of the, Dino yes. of the Sierra EV. And also a trail bus version of the Silverado EV. Yeah. They promised that too. Exactly. But speaking of off-roading. Here we go, Canyon. Uh, yeah, we have 84X. And I'm not sure, no, this is not an EV edition. This is an 84X with a winch. Um, so that you can, you can also install the winch inside the bumper. It's a come up winch in this case. You can do a light bar. Uh, for, for their edition one trucks, this is the setup that you could do for their Canyon. And I love these bead locks, dude. They're kind of beefy, very big. The tire, I believe, is a 33. See, they even tell you right there, for off-road use only. <laughs> so, so I can't yeah, go to the restaurant? Yeah, Wrangler. <laughs> no, no, so here's, here's the explanation, right? Yeah. So the bead can be either inside the wheel or between the wheel and the ring. So if the bead of the tire is between the wheel and the ring, that's off-road use only. You cannot drive on a highway at high speeds. But right. if you put the, uh, the bead inside, you could drive on the street. So that's the difference. Dude, but I love this interior. What do you think? The, the, as, the, as the, the color the combination. Best, yeah, as far as the best looking mid-sized truck interior, uh, this is, I'd go so far as to say this is my favorite. And everybody gives me heck for this, Zach, because they're saying you don't put white leather materials in a pickup truck It'll, but it's it actually up dirty. high yeah but it's up so high. unless your back is super dirty yeah at and least at least your bottom is here right. the bottom is on a dark uh seat you, you know hopefully this won't get too dirty although one issue i could see i mean to everyone's point you know makes a case about that is you do have white right here on the door handle, so this will probably get dirty over yeah. time and if you have dirty knees and you're kind of resting up against this, then yeah, I could see it. But I don't know, it's, you wipe it down. It's a question of style over function, I guess. That's... Yeah, and I mean, if you're working with your pickup truck, probably you're not probably buying a $65,000. Because that's how much this costs. Yes. Yeah, again, uh, let's go back to the subject of cost. It's not just yeah. a Ford thing. Yeah. You know, this or is it's just not just a, a you know Toyota thing, or no, it's this is just a mid-sized truck thing. This is just yeah. how much these trucks cost. If you get an AT4X, or if you get a Denali, or yeah, whatever you're spending. For example, the Ranger Raptor starts at 55. Yeah. Right. This starts in the high 50s for AT4X, um, and then Edition One was above that, right? So, so it could be in the $60,000 range, yeah. very, very fast. By the way. Let's show the heavy-duty truck as we're closing this podcast, right? Sure. Yeah. So, in the heavy-duty space, GMC is basically echoing what Silverado is doing, right? With Chevy. And they have the AT4X version of their heavy-duty truck, which is here at the show. It's very popular. Everybody's around this truck. So you want big and brawny. This big is how you go. It's a big one. So, it's the same size as the Silverado ZR2 has the same running gear, but it has GMC style. And a lot of people prefer GMC style, right, over Chevrolet style. So if you do, this is what you get. And you could see the lights. You could see the lights of this truck and the tow hooks, of course. And we'll be driving these trucks, Zach, uh, in a month and a half. So not quite right now, but in about a month from now, we'll be driving and testing these big boys as well. There you go, so. there's some anticipation for you. Oh, Zach, there's a Hummer behind here. 
There's a hump. You know, you and I were walking around Detroit. On that. Sorry, we're in the way. Uh, we were, you and I were walking around Detroit, and we saw a Hummer truck and a Hummer SUV driving around. Yeah. But they're not building and making a lot of them or selling a lot of them. No, I think in terms of sales with the uh, Hummer EV pickup in particular, we're talking like at least in one quarter, recent quarter, is like tens of units. Yes. That's not enough to really kick off the electrification push, I would say. No. But again, I mean, it, it sort of follows the spirit of the old gas-powered Hummers, the H2 and the yeah. H3 and whatnot, is these are just your big baller, you know, feel like a badass SUVs. And as a result, there's not pricey. many of them. They're, yeah, they're, 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 not, they're pricey, there yeah. aren't many of them. And the ones that are quote unquote available, uh, at least up until a few months ago, had egregious levels of markup. Yeah, and so it's a five-seater. We're still next to the Hummer SUV. SUV EV. Yeah. And if you want a seven-seater or a six-seater, what do you do with that? Well, you can yeah. walk over to the Cadillac brand, right? It's you not can. here at this moment, but they just unveiled the 2025 Escalade IQ. So they also have the electrified Escalade, right? So if you wanted a bigger electric vehicle from GM, you could also go to Cadillac. There you go. Well, so we're all basically done with trucks. Yeah, we worked our way from yeah. one side of the hall to the other. So there's some areas also, there's a couple flying cars that we can do videos about, but not on this podcast. Uh, and there's also um, Cadillac CT5 being unveiled here, right? Yep. So we'll do a video about that. Just, just its own video. So thanks for joining us. This was Best of Detroit 2023 uh, for the auto show. Big thanks to Jim Morrison for spending some time with us. That was very special. He's a very busy dude, as you can imagine. Um, and thanks for joining. Thanks, Zach, uh, for this podcast. We'll see you next time. OldTFL.com, as always, is our channel. Thanks a lot, guys. See you, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.